Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Don't Be Mad podcast. It's another week. The weather's getting cold, but we made it. I'm boy Matthew, aka Lefty Lucky, and I'm joined here as always with Jason. What's up? And just Jason. Jamali could make it. He's been feeling a little bit sick under the weather. You know, it's a, it's a shame. You know, we miss our boy. We like hey. to see him. I get the couch. <laughs> you get the couch, though. That's that's the upside of it. It's like if he's not here, you get the couch. Yeah, man. I get the couch. <laughs> But yeah, no. Speed of recovery to Jamali. I really hope you actually are sick and you're not just uh, hiding away from uh, the multiple women that are constantly bombarding your phone. <laughs> hey, Jamali, I didn't go there. I'm not. I'm not uh, bashing you when you're not here. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, because you don't bash me when I'm not here. Like, I don't do that. I don't I'll, know either. I'll be listening. <laughs> I'll be listening. I want to hear proof. I want. I want audio visual. Uh, audio visual proof. We will go back and rewind the tape. Oh, boy. <laughs> How's the week, man? How's the mental health? How's everything shaking? Good, man. Can't complain. You know, just relaxing, trying to deal with this cold that's coming up and stuff. Got me some new winter boots, so I'm nice. happy with that. Some I, pajar, pajar winter boots. I know we, every year when it comes around this time, we talk about it, but you cannot go wrong with a good pair of winter boots, yeah, man. Yeah, it's good. That's the first boot I bought in maybe 10 years. I don't buy shoes. No, but like winter boots, man. No, like, I had a good, I had a good Timberland fur inside winter boots, so okay. that was good for like years. What happened? Did the sole start to rip off? No, it's still good. I just needed, I just wanted to look something new. The suede just you got bored of it. The, no, the, the suede was at that point, and I have flat feet too, so I can't. It hurts my feet when I walk yeah. in that shoes. But the, I got a new one, so I'm like happy with that. Let's see how it works. No, I get lucky with work because we gotta have like they have to provide us with steel toe ah, shoes. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Every year, it's like one year I'll get like the big boots, and like I'll make sure the nice thick ones that are nice and comfortable and yeah. warm, and like they're the temperature con- temperature controlling ones. Yeah. And then like the following year, I always get like the smaller ones, so it's like when it's summertime and it's a bit hotter out. Oh, so every year like they give you a yeah. A they have to amount? provide us, so okay. it's like all the old ones. I just throw uh, throw them and I keep the good ones. Just use Master P throwing new shoes in the garbage. No, like it's all the like. old ones, like the bat dude, like walking around. <laughs> Every day with those things, like you'd be amazed how fast in like a month or two, especially when you're at work using them, how fast they get destroyed, man. Uh, but uh, good pair of winter boots go a long way, and jacket yeah. included, man. Oh, I got one from last year, so I'm good. Yeah, that same. Yeah, I got a nice like minus forty, man. I think it's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> Vegan. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. All right. Uh, as for myself, the week has been pretty good. There's a lot of like hanging with the nieces now that they're back in school. I'd be picking them up afterwards. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's brought me a long way to realizing uh, I like kids, but uh, <laughs> Mr. Mom, <laughs> fuck no, <laughs> <laughs> love my nieces. The guy don't got kids. <laughs> I don't know how people do it. Power to you that do. Dude, it's not that hard. Just, just go to the the. the um... It's not, it's not even a matter of hard. It's draining. Like when when you see parents and like they're ultra excited when they find a babysitter, it's like I understand why. And like I don't even have them for like majority of the time, but just the little time I was like, I get why they run from you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just uh, so I have a whole bunch of cousins and aunts and stuff, so no babysitter money spent for me. But like the just good thing about it's like like when you're in like the uncle position, yeah, you know, like I I love it hang with them chilling with them taking them to the park or wherever but there's always that moment of bliss when it's like and here's your mother <laughs> you just give them back oh boy <laughs> like we had fun i'll see you tomorrow <laughs> it's, it's horrible <laughs> that's the best 
Who knows? Maybe one day I'll slip and fall and something will happen. <laughs> you'll slip and fall and something will happen? So you're just, I don't even want to go there, but okay. <laughs> Consensually, of course. Oh, oh, yes. oh, yes. So uh, how do you want to start this? Should I? I mean, I feel like just get it out the way. Get it out the way. Get it out of your system so then we could talk about more important things. Well, as everyone knows, we're not part of a certain network anymore because, you know, we had difference of opinion. So um, what I, if you want to know the reasons behind it, I would suggest everyone to reach out to me personally on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. I've been told I have to be very nice. No, we we told you we came to the agreement we that the agreement let's that just not be petty. We're not going to be petty. <laughs> I want to be King Petty today. <laughs> I want to be called King Kunta Petty. Petty. That's what I want <laughs> to be. King, <laughs> not Kunta. No, King Kunta Petty. But no, no, I, I'm going to be nice. But if anyone wants to know the reason why we're not part of this network anymore, just hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and I will have an unfiltered reason as to why um, we're not part of it. So. um you know, difference of opinion happen, and I c- the most I can say about this is, you know, I guess certain stuff that our episode, our everyone that knows our brand knows that we are the type of people to. They know what they get with us. They we say whatever we, what we want to say, we mean what we want to say, and we don't hold back on a lot of stuff we say, and we are, and we're always quick to justify. We're not quick, but we justify what we say in a respectful manner to people. Yeah. So, yeah, we do say a lot of outlandish craziness, anything you could think of. But um, it's always in good fun. It's never any hateful. It's not hateful towards anyone or any types of people or anything like that. So um, that's the PC version. If you want the unfiltered version, just reach me up and I will will say what I have to say. I mean, well, to just go and back my brother on this one here, I just feel it's like... You know, one thing we've always provided with the show, just from the very moment you get a glimpse of what we are in the title, it's called Don't Be Mad. And we don't call that as an excuse for us to go out of our way and just be outlandish, but mostly it's because the conversation we're having are a little bit more hard-hitting. We're not afraid to dive into topics that either, A, we're not, we feel like everything we talk about, we feel needs to be talked about whether we know everything about it or not, because there's one thing that we feel is missing and it's this allowance to grow, allowance to change and allowance to even make mistakes while you're discovering these new things. You know, like if you listen to us from episode one and the things we talked about then and and the topics we brought up and you come all the way to where we are now, I guarantee you, you will find differings of opinions from each individual that's been on this show yeah. you know and when it comes to even like the guests we've had on we've always told them look we're not going to censor you we're not going to tell you what you can and can't say but understand like you know the things you do say obviously people are going to interpret them how they do but we've never gone out of the way to just say things as like shock value without having any type of reasoning or purpose or overlying message and lesson that can come with it so the fact that we were essentially put in a position where we felt we were being censored and our ability to just be who we are on this show was being impeded on. We just made a decision to, you know, go separate paths. And with that being said, I feel like 
that's about it. There's nothing more to really go into unless there's more detail you want to go into. Well, I, mean, I don't. Chad's being crazy. People are telling me to 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 say what I want to say. I, I of course I want to say what I say, but you know what? I uh, um all I'm all of this. I'm this type of person. I would just tell people in certain regards that if you want to be tolerant, if you want people to be tolerant to you, you have to be reciprocal and and you know give that same tolerance back and i think people are quick to judge quick to to say things quick to act without emotional with emotional yeah feelings get hurt and everything like that they're very emotional without getting the full information and when you get into it when you already come with a into a situation where you're already thinking bad you already have an idea in your head and i always say it's never good to assume things about people or any groups of people or anything like that. Because if you're assuming you already have an idea, it's better to ask the questions, get the information, then come up with a conclusion and come up with a solution with it. Don't just assume out of the bat, because if you're assuming what I, and this is for me personally, if, if I say something and you assume something I said, if you don't, if you don't fully comprehend what I saying, never assume what I say. That's what, that's all I'm saying. And, um, there's not. There's nothing more. If you guys want to know what's going on or like want said, to know the details, in. just reach me up on Twitter. It's probably the first time he's ever allowed his DMs to be open for a conversation. <laughs> you know, Christina's behind. You know that, right? That's why I said this is probably the first time he's ever allowed his DMs to be open for. Dude, I'm helping you here. Christina doesn't know what DMs is. She doesn't have Instagram. It's fine. <laughs> you you think your girlfriend does not know what DMs? She are. has no idea what it means. Christina, do you know what DMs are? There you go. Dude, what a lie. She doesn't have Instagram. If you have a phone, your text messages are essentially DMs. Whatever the case is, man. <laughs> Whatever you want. No, but if it, anyone knows what, I, everyone wants to know what I'm talking about, they can reach me up. They know how to hit me up and everything like that. I'm just being very nice right now. I I had a different approach to it, but I follow what the group says. And um, You don't follow what the group says. You so just, I can say what I want to say? No, but. <laughs> okay, there you go. Okay, there you go. Not like that. It's more of, there's certain things that, there's time and place. Yeah, there's a time and place for it. That's that's basically how I feel about it in the whole scheme of things. Right now, we've given it way more time than I wanted to give to it. Hey, but, I, if I, but, I, but if this is in the streets, you can get all the smoke. That's what I can tell you. You can get <laughs> all the smoke in the streets. No, that was not a threat, just in case someone interprets it that way. I know. <laughs> I have to watch out what I say now. Stuff I can't be careful. Well, they got the, the judge and jury on you, man. I don't know. Judge Dredd, I am the law. You know, the worst part is the, the person who's the perpetrator isn't even here. He's homesick. Yeah. Bastard. Yeah, Jamal, <laughs> I protected you. I was a good friend, protected you. and um, Don't ever say we ain't got your back. I know. I had your back, so don't worry about it. Don't ever say we don't come to your rescue and hold <laughs> you down and treat you like one of us. Oh, boy. Tell right. her I said hi. Oh, God. But, um, but yeah. <laughs> But no, we could segue into look from one censorship to another. Yeah, I could talk about that. Where about where idea. do we even begin with this? Do we start from like the beginning of of how one Saturday afternoon tweet turned into what could be the downfall of the biggest marketing between franchise and and country, or do we start with what happened today with LeBron James's comments on the whole situation and, and basically saying? When you lack a certain amount of education on a matter, you, you should probably just not say anything. Hey, Where do we well, begin? 
to give a little context to what's going on, um, Daryl Morey, who's the owner of the Houston Rockets, general manager, general manager. Oh yeah, yeah, Daryl Morey. Yes, it's, yeah. uh, it's the other dude. Fertitta is the, the uh, owner. It's Daryl Morey's the general manager. He, um, if anyone knows what's going on in China right now, there's like you know, not China but Hong Kong specifically. Um, there's pro-democratic protests protests going on, and he tweeted out something in support of that. And because of that, there's a big reper- um, ramifications that now Hong Kong, China, they're taking off um, ads. Peop- sponsors are getting off the NBA. They're not um, supporting NBA anymore, not televising. Especially all the Houston Rockets. Especially Houston Rockets. And Basically like that. huge painting murals that they had, they're painting over. And essentially you're seeing just what literally is a cancellation. There you go. You know, like a lot of people over here say they know how to cancel, but this is how you cancel. <laughs> you full on cut them off the TV. You paint over everything they had. Yeah. You tell them you're no longer funding them all because of Daryl Morey's tweet. And essentially the fallout of this is you're seeing, especially for people who looked at the NBA as like the, pro-protesting, pro-social justice league because they were allowing their players to speak open and freely about things that they felt were important. And now you're having this shift where when it affects the money, there's a lot of backtracking and a lot of mixed messages that are going specifically from Adam Silver, who on one hand says, you know, like he's open and willing to allowing all of his executives and players speak freely and, and practice their freedom of speech. But then on the flip side, the memos going out that's clearly been sent to players, execs in general, where all of the talking points seem to be exactly the same as far as don't speak on things unless you have the information and the knowledge to do so. And yeah. then understanding that when you do, there's repercussions that come from it. Yeah. Which I mean, just how pointed it was and how, basic english it was there's absolutely no way this did not come from china directly what my my thing with and especially when regards to what lebron answered yeah. is that um and people were quick to point this out it's like how are you preaching social justice and democracy when it comes to here wherever you are but you're not preaching it somewhere else yeah. because it's a financial right now it's hurting the nba financially more than anything and not really essentially the people so it comes up as kind of hypocritical ish that lebron would be like to daryl morey like you shouldn't talk about what you don't know what you're talking about because it's hurting your pocket it's coming off as a don't say anything because it's hurting our pocket but on the other hand i could see it that it's the nba players that's in china right now so their safety and everything's in trouble so it's like you can't ask nba players to justify what you said when you're not yeah. even in the country and they have to justify what you said, especially Houston, who's actually like James Harden and all people. No, no. And, and that's exactly it because one of the things, especially like following this story from a week ago that started on the Saturday and just how it progressed, you know, like, I don't know if you saw that episode of South Park that came out, I think on the Monday where they basically address, like talked about everything that's happening in China and how it's not just NBA, but Disney, and how every major American company that has business in China is folding over and doing whatever China feels is is correct. So, like that whatever paper. their censorship rules are, they are abiding by them to make sure they do not hurt that market whatsoever. That paper, that's what it and, is. And and I understanding that, yeah, you have LeBron James, someone who has been very vocal, but at the same time is 
he, one of the things he has always been clear about saying is, you know, when the Trayvon Martin situation happened and he was asked about it, he said, before I even speak on it, I want to, like, do research and find out what's really going on before I say anything. And, and he's pretty much been consistent in that being his opening statement in any given situation prior to making any other statement. So yeah. I can give him that. And when it came to this situation here and this specific talking point, the message and the overall point he was trying to put out was, as you said, we're the ones that are out there right now. And you put this out right when we were on our way there. Like yeah. our planes haven't even touched down yet. And this is out there for us to deal with now because we're in China. Knowing how fragile and how sensitive the matters are over there to now put the players in a position where it's either they hold on to American values and start talking about openly or they keep quiet about it. They're completely in a lose-lose. And in that situation, you will be quiet about it because the only thing that's really going through your head is, how do I get home from here yeah. given I'm here for this specific thing? They take away your, they take away your passport and all that stuff just for being you know? able to play a basketball game. Like you don't they know have, They've happen. literally done so much more for such less than just speaking. So when you're in a position where I'm in a foreign land and now an executive has literally put me in a position where if I say the wrong thing, I am fucked. Yeah. I can understand some of those talking points that he was bringing up, but because it sounded so robotic and so in the vein of somebody's holding up cue cards and making you say this, yeah. and it was so apparent just in the way he was talking, because when he is passionate about something, whether for or against, he's a lot more coherent. You could tell that was something that it was like, Adam Silver just said, look, if they're going to ask you about it, you're the face of the NBA just stick to the talking points, leave it at that, and walk away. A company line. But you know what? Exactly. It, it is what it is, and I there was nothing like really you can do to like avoid something like that when, when as soon as Daryl Morey said what he said. Not saying what Daryl Morey said was wrong, but it was just probably not the no, time I, to say it. And that's the thing. I, I don't think I don't think anybody's looking at the tweet that he said and said it was wrong. And he hasn't even backtracked and said what he said was yeah. wrong everybody's looking at it as it's a matter of timing and understanding the amount of things that are in connection to this right now that you have actually harmed. And, and look, there's one thing that people seem to forget. It's like you have freedom of speech. You have the right to say whatever you want, but you do not have the freedom from consequence. It's and true. this is literally one of those situations where, yeah, you had the freedom to say that. Now, these are the consequences of you saying that. And whether you agree with it or not, whether now it's opening the eyes of a lot of people that, A, probably didn't think speaking on certain issues like this could lead to a nation literally just turning their back and, and having such a hard stance against. Because similar to the way we here in, in America have our feelings about our values, China is the exact same way, but in the complete opposite way. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's a tough situation, but you know, I know who could save this situation. Hmm? I know who could save the situation, Kobe. Kobe, oh my god, Kobe, the, the only figure, Kobe. Kobe and Yao Ming are the only figures that are big in China, big enough, big enough. Of course, Kobe. I'm going home. Of course, <laughs> like, Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> That's what it is. Kobe, Kobe Jesus could save Christ, Kobe bro. could save the situation. Like you can't help yourself. <laughs> Kobe could save the situation. You cannot help yourself. It's not my fault Kobe's big in 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 China. That's what it is. Do you realize Kobe Kobe's jersey outsold a native a, a native Chinese person, Yao Ming, 
Jersey and China. Do you know that, Kobe? Kobe could save the situation. I'm quite sure right now, Stefan Marbury would have more pull in China. That's possible, but than Kobe. Okay. But would you? Would you? Would you chance? I would actually trust. Would you chance Stefan Marbury? No, I would chance because no, no, he is a bona fide legend in China. I'm gonna, I'm gonna clip this, this, this video right now. I'm gonna put in the, the clip with him eating Vaseline. And we're gonna Look, talk. we can put that out there. Like I've, dude, I know, but like eating you Vaseline. cannot, you cannot take away the status of Stefan Marbury in China. Just go on, everyone. Just go on YouTube and look on stefan marbury eating vaseline it's the most hilarious thing you'll ever see oh, in your it's life ridiculous. it's hilarious it's completely ridiculous but that doesn't change the fact that if there's one person if if i were to have to pick one person who isn't yao ming or another person who has chinese ties and pick that one person that's like all right could represent the nba could possibly stop this bridge from burning it would have to be stefan marbury because of the years he's lived there the way that culture has adopted him into them he would be the one i trust or or in exchange for you know being getting back on good ties we can offer you uh carmelo anthony oh my god he'd offer you carmelo dude <laughs> the chinese don't even want carmelo bro carmelo. What? Yeah, of course they want carmelo they don't come look you give him carmelo no carmelo no. gets his life back together his game back together doug you're fine what we'll carmelo that's right they don't, look they just got back jeremy lynn they don't want carmelo bro i didn't even know jeremy lynn was playing there. that's how deep it is like yeah you forgot after he he was on stage crying about, oh yeah because he didn't give him a chance or some shit no about how just winning a championship didn't feel like he earned it because he hasn't lived up to the potential that he saw himself in when he went into the nba please no i i can respect that man Hey, don't don't cry about the NBA not giving you a chance that they gave up on you. They gave you too many chances. Five, five. Hey, NBA he, gave him way too many chances. He was a great off the bench option, deep in the game. When there's like maybe four minutes. Yeah, left. he was good for that month. And you know next. what? You got you got a ring for it. Hey, you got a ring. Got, it sucks. You got a ring before Carmelo. That's what I you got a ring before Carmelo. That's I don't true. know what to say. That's you, crazy. You want to come on, man? Let's, Carmelo. Yeah, why not? Who knows? In exchange for good relations, we trade Carmelo. Disgusting. Nobody wants fucking Carmelo. All right. No, actually, that's not true. The big three wants Carmelo. The big three? Oh, yeah. Um, Ice Cube's thing. Um, I think he would kill the big three, man. Possibly. Possibly. I think. I don't know. You know. Plus, they got that spot for fours. You know, he likes to take those deep threes. So oh just. God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Carmelo. I didn't mean to rag on you. I'm sorry. No, because your boy's not here to defend you, so. Jamali to defend me? No, Carmelo. Oh, Carmelo. Jamali loves him still, Carmelo, man. I don't know. I don't think Jamali cares that much about Carmelo, but Uh, see what it is. Anything left to say about this uh, NBA debacle? No, nothing really much. Going like I said, I I think it's a lose lose situation. There's nothing you can do at this point. Just you know, let it ride for a couple more days and not say anything. Just get any nba player i think they're all i think they all left china anyway so yeah i think their their stint there is done so they're fine then if that's the case just let it well they they still could lose this market in china because i think they were saying if they actually do lose it it it'll be somewhere if not 15 20 plus percent worth of their revenue gone which would be a major hit on the uh, cap that's a big hit but you can put that somewhere else you can go to different countries no of course you can but and like i was having this conversation with one of my friends before too where he was saying you know like because they're trying to do this global market thing, they should look towards going to like South America, South America, Europe, India. Just like, as big a population. That's the one thing I was saying. There. It's like, 
the difference between going to a lot of those markets compared to what they had in China is, let's say you go to Europe. You know, football is already huge there. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their their football clubs. Like everybody is very much situated in that, and that's what they're dedicated to do. South America is the exact same way. You know, like that's their market. Even with India, cricket is the biggest thing over yeah, there. Yeah, cricket. The one thing that was different with China was when the NBA first started going there. The Chinese people were the ones who adopted NBA through and through. Like they wanted it to be like the number one sport. So you literally had a full culture, just say, one with the Rockets and Yao Ming. Like that was their gateway into it. And then expanding beyond that when they saw what else the NBA had but to offer. I don't think I don't think really that you can actually I don't think it's gonna hurt them too much. Like what are you gonna do? You're gonna ban all NBA products, ban all this stuff. They're gonna kill their what, economy. In China, yeah, they, let them kill. They already have. That's the thing. It's they like some stuff, but like all gonna... those games that they played, none of them were televised, which was the thing that they wanted. They wanted it to be on what it's. Uh, I can't remember what their network is, CCTV or something like that. But like they wanted it to be there, so it's like it's essentially their version of like national television. And when it's on there, it's on every channel, and they didn't get that. So essentially, them going there was a waste. If that's if that's the case, then then let them kill them. There's so many other markets. Yeah. Like I don't know why they don't go South America and and market over there in emerging markets, especially get people involved. Basketball game. The reason why it's very popular too, like soccer, is because it doesn't take. It's not expensive. It's not an expensive game to play. It's not like hockey or football where you have to buy equipment and yeah. and to certain degrees baseball, which is expensive too. You don't need all that stuff. Basketball and soccer are the two of the cheapest sports you can. All you need is a ball, essentially. Ball That's and shoes. A ball and shoes. <laughs> and sometimes you don't even need shoes in soccer. Sometimes I see people play bare feet and yeah. that stuff. <laughs> and if you're really hardcore, you play bare feet basketball, no one wants to do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's, another, it's another sad, sad thing it is. Oh, it's messed up. I think, for me, I'm just looking at it like I'm very interested to see what plans the NBA implements as far as thinking in two ways of salvaging this market and trying to bring it back to a place where they can at least keep a percentage of all the hopes and dreams they had for this season. And then on top of that, what's the other direction they're going to go as far as trying to regain revenue that they lost from whatever hit they're going to take from China? Because mm. as we know, it's like they over the last few years, they've made it a point with China, but now it's I'm going to be very interested to see what they end up doing and how they respond on the political aspect of this because the NBA in themselves made it a point to allow their players to be open, allow their execs to be open. And now with this, it's like, all right, the, the wall is off, man. Like, we know the truth. And I mean, like, for most people like us who we saw what was happening in the NFL and we saw the direction the NBA was going, it was like, no, we get it. We j- you just want that viewership. You know, it wasn't something that was surprising to me when the NBA was like, we're just, we're going to let our guys do their thing as long as, you know, the rules that are in place, they don't disrespect those, you know, like they, like they have a rule where the players have to stand during the national anthem Mm -hmm. in the NBA as opposed to the NFL. You know, they were like, they could wear whatever t-shirts they want. They could do that so long as they do it within the time limits and time scopes that are put in place. You know, all those rules. But now that we see even within those rules, there's limitations what is going to be the general response? Because I wouldn't be surprised if you get a bit of fan backlash at home because of the choices you're making to appease True. your foreign audience. 
It is what it is. That's sometimes. where my main interest is going to be as far as this goes. It is what it is sometimes. All right. Should okay. we talk about uh, some more sports, or is there anything on your mind that you want to dive into? Talk about more about sense. No, I'm not going to go into the censorship battle again because. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about your Chargers. No, I'm not talking about football. Nothing hey, man. Your boy got a little scrappy, man. What? Philip Rivers is showing a lot of heart, a lot of fire. He always fights. That's how he is. Because <laughs> he's got like nine kids at home. <laughs> it's like what he can't do to them, he does to the players. <laughs> fights. <laughs> Tyler. You guys didn't hear it, but Tyler said he fights the win when he throws the ball. <laughs> See all the hate I have to do? All the hate. My Broncos won two in a row. I told you, my Chargers are getting all the bad wins, bad losses out the way. So don't worry about it. We'll be fine. No, you got, like, if these are bad losses, like, Jesus, man. It's good because uh, Philip Rivers always turns it up in, in, like, November. He always turns it up. Always. Like, one of my boys was pointing out, it's like, why is it every week Chargers games are going the exact same way? Because that's good football. <laughs> it's heart-stopping football. You don't what, know who's going to win. That, that's, that's good football? Hey, sometimes you have to roll the die. You don't know what's going to happen. You All I've seen you guys lose recently. Like, what the fuck is good football big. about this? We lose this? by, like, a touchdown. That's the most. We lose the, the turnovers are a problem. The defense not being able to stop people is a problem. Hey, I'm not playing football. If I was there, I would make, I would make a difference. You know what? I'll tell you what it like, is. Right. Melvin Gordon came back, and ever since he came back, things have gone to shit. Maybe the GM knew what he was doing. Maybe I'm just going to – let's just call a spade a spade. Because I got Eckler. His numbers went down. And it's, it's been happening since Melvin Gordon, but your team's been losing. Why would you pick him up in the draft? Eckler is hey. in the draft. Eckler's the number four running back in fantasy right now. Allow me, please. I don't know what kind of draft you guys have. I swear to God. Points-wise for running backs, he's up there, man. I think I have on my running back team, I have, like, I think Le'Veon Bell. And he, like, ran all over Dallas. Yeah. The, oh, the Cowboys. Now, I remember... Talking to a few Cowboys fans that I know. Unfortunately, Akeem wasn't one of them, and I wish he was. But I was telling them, if ever there was a trap game that was going to come along for you guys, it's going to mm-hmm. be the Jets, because if there's one thing this team can do, it's run. And you guys have not been able to stop the run. And Le'Veon Bell just put foot to throat and just ran down their asses, man. Akeem, it was beautiful. Akeem's coach, Jason Garrett, just clapping. Just clapping every time. And what was funny, too, is that no one gave it, like, he was, like, clapping, trying to get... High I just, fives and just like, nope, I'm we don't just want to that. I'm just happy that we are seeing the truth where it's, you look at the Cowboys and th- their fans talk so much shit, so much damn shit with those first few wins talking about, oh, as they always do, going to the Super Bowl. It's Jerry's world. We got the best running back. Dak is finding his, he's earning his contract. Go down the fucking list of things they said. It's easy to look great against shitty teams. <laughs> it's hard it's very hard for me to look at your team against a shitty team like the Jets and the way you guys played it's and coach. take you as Super Bowl contenders it's a coach and everything everything has always changed with Dallas everything except the coach so it's the coach there's a problem at this point so he's most likely going to get fired by mid-season if, if, this, if he loses one or two more games like that against a team like Oof, it's done ridiculous. it's over ridiculous man. Um, but yeah it's crazy crazy stuff Ugh. but um i want to say when all right so i guess we could no i wanted to talk like and bring up a new topic like like because christina asked me because she said why don't you talk about wwe oh we're finally getting uh the girlfriend's perspective 
Yeah, because Christina, Christina doesn't want to come on. She doesn't want to. Christina does not want to come. Shouldn't you text? <laughs> huh? Shouldn't you text? Christina, are you sending me a text? <laughs> no, she did not. Is she there? Oh, she left. You see? There she goes. <laughs> He's sleeping somewhere. She's not even going to hear us talk about her topic. No, no, no. So, yeah. <laughs> anyone that watches WWE, be, you're in for a treat because I just really started getting back into it about a year or so. Uh I like it a little bit. I watch it on and off. Um, and if anyone didn't know, Eric Bischoff got fired because Vince McMahon's still crazy. <laughs> I Go to that. AEW. AEW is really good. AEW <laughs> is really, really good. I've, I think it might have been last week's episode I checked because one of my boys is like huge on AEW and he was like, yo, you got to check it out. Like they're actually doing well by the wrestlers and the storylines are actually pretty legit. So I was like, I'll check it out. Well, that's the thing. The, the, the whole thing with wrestling is... Orange Cassidy. Huh? Orange Cassidy. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> the, 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 the thing with the, the AEW and wrestling in general, it's you have to build a compelling story to give the wrestlers reason. Like, the matches don't mean anything anymore in WWE. And, like, the whole, like, the Hell in the Cell thing with um, Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins... I actually did. You see that? Hear, I heard about it because I didn't see it, okay. but I heard how like they had this whole situation of like essentially Seth Rollins like losing it again and like using a bunch of weapons, and yeah. then the ref stopping the fight. It's a hell he in was a cell. To, yeah, it's like it's a hell in a cell because he how went you? too far. And I'm like, and this is a big this is and <laughs> hell in a cell. If anyone doesn't know, it's a big pay per view that they have. It's one of their biggest pay-per-views where you see mankind, um, Undertaker throwing Mankind off the, 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 the cell and all that stuff twice. One of the twice. greatest, if not the greatest moment in wrestling history. He went, he went on the, he fell off the side of the, the cell and, and he went through the, the cell. <laughs> and everyone thought he was dead. But no, this thing, and, and this is when they had, before they had the, the air paddings and stuff like yeah. that. Now, Seth Rollins just shot a whole bunch of um, chairs and ladders and started hitting the ladders. The ladders, not the person. The ladders un- and the person instead of the person under it. And the ref called off the match on a pay per view. How could you end the match in disqualification on pay per view? That makes absolutely no sense to me. And like I just because when it comes to the pay per views, like like I said, like I'll usually look for like the recaps on YouTube. Yeah, there's a few people that do pretty good ones, and I can't remember which one it was prior. Was it Summer Jam when Randy Orton and Kofi Kingston fought each other and they ended in a double disqualification and everybody freaked out because it's like, give us an actual winner. And now you're doing pretty much the exact same situation again. But it's one of these things where I remember, what, I want to say three, four years ago when I was really watching it. Mm -hmm. And it was always a situation with Bray Wyatt's character where they just, they never knew how to work him. And the problem is, it's like you have a guy who literally cuts some of the greatest promos, is an actual good wrestler, but you always put him in situations where it's just like, it's almost like you're giving us cliffhanger after cliffhanger, where it doesn't need to be that way. Vincent Man is showing his age. He needs to get. He needs to give that to Triple H. Let Triple H run the whole thing, and because NXT is is the best thing they have right now. I've heard that too. Yeah. NXT is the best thing they have right now. Um, SmackDown, is like, I have no idea what's going on with it. Raw is the same well, thing. It's on Fox now. Yeah, but, but it's. <laughs> I just find it so stupid now. It's like it makes no sense. I'm like, why am I watching this? It's like, I, how many times do I have to see Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair again? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've seen this match a hundred times before. Yeah. It's like, and you have now the thing with Bobby Lashley and and Lana. 
and how she's cheating on, on another Rusev sex for the 800th <laughs> time. Dude, I I remember watching a video on Twitter where like they were at the premiere for SmackDown, and like so many of the in the comments was like, "This looks like an episode for Blacked is being filmed here." That's what I'm it just is. Like, yo, like this whole situation is ridiculous. Like, how many times are you gonna have like, oh the the hot chick gets with like the big buff dude and is like cheating on her man or like they're bro. It's like, just give us wrestling. Get back to why we are here. That's wrestling. A, and that's why people like AEW. They have the storyline and they have the wrestlers. And they're not afraid to pushing that edge to a certain point. I'm not saying w, WWE, especially in the the um, the years prior, they're very PG stuff and stuff like that. Like, you can't yeah. even say suck it anymore on... Well, yeah, because they, the they went from Attitude Era to world wrestling entertainment because you know they wanted to get like the broader viewership which okay if that's hurt, what you want to do i think it hurt their business do. more than anything oh of course it, it hurt did, their because business essentially like the whole understanding of kayfabe is like the characters you are like you have to continue even when the cameras aren't around you know like you can't have especially now in the social media world where everybody has their phone out well now they don't even do that anymore because it's like you see them in the streets you see them everywhere yeah. it's like they're not going to keep it on the act the people you see like beating their heads with a chair all the time. They're like oh, having lunch and all that stuff together and everything like exactly, that. Exactly, so like, you know. It's it's. But I feel like when they started going down this route of like the reality TV shows and and essentially just trying to build their network. Yeah. The one thing that has constantly suffered from that has been their main shows. Oh yeah. You know, like you got three main shows now because you have Raw, you have NXT, and you have SmackDown. But when you actually watch those shows take out all the promo and you maybe have of a three hour show, 40 minutes of actual wrestling of Raw, a two hour show, 20 minutes of Raw actual is wrestling. way too long. Raw yeah. is way, way and, too and long. And like the last time I watched, I remembered I was just like hitting skip for majority of the time because it's either somebody talking backstage, somebody talking on like the announced. Well, I do. I do watch the backstage stuff because Charlie Caruso is on it. <laughs> Christina, oh. Christina hates. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love me some. Do you follow her on, t- on Instagram? <laughs> Say no. Say no, you don't. I do not. <laughs> they, no, I follow her Instagram. And Christina, I do follow her Instagram. Christina, Christina's seen her too. Love Charlie Caruso. <laughs> hey, she was on first, she was hosting first take for a couple of weeks sometimes. Wait, I missed that? Yeah, she, she was on it oh, for like shit. a good like three, two, week, two, three weeks. I had no idea. Yeah, she's on, she works for ESPN. I literally only watch first take when it pops up on the time. Yeah, she works for ESPN, ESPN and WWE. Oh, so she's on it sometimes, move. yeah. Oh, what a, I see her like workout videos and I was like, that, that's a good one right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think it needs to it needs to refocus itself. Like how WWE is, um, not WWE, but um, AEW is going right now. You, they're starting up slow and they're like, they're building something. Yeah. It, it, when I, the first show for, w, for AEW, I was like, you know what? This looks like the, a better version of what we used to see on WCW Nitro. Yeah, a lot of people have been saying that. It looked like a better version of WCW Nitro. And, yeah. and there was, I love Nitro. I love WCW The one thing death. I think everybody loved about Nitro was they could give you like the serious to like push the story and, and build up to the next pay-per-view. But at mm-hmm. the same time, when they gave you the chaos, it actually felt like chaos. To like me- the most recent thing WWE did as far as chaos went was with um 
the boxer, fuck. Tyson Fury coming that on. I think it's completely stupid. And I mean, it's like, okay, you got like the security guards holding him back. And it just looked like so. I'm like, right, do, do I charge you or do, do you charge me? He's like, all right, I'll charge you. And like, I, I want so I, ridiculous. I want everyone to realize I don't care how big Braun Strowman is. Tyson Fury could kill this dude with Easily. one punch. He Easily. Could honestly, kill him with one punch <laughs> if he wanted to. Like, come on. And I'm like, I don't care how big you are. Tyson Fury is a monster. Don't look at don't look at Braun Strowman's arm and say, "Oh, he can take." No, Tyson Fury can kill him. Look, can kill him. Tyson Fury's punching speed, his ability to dodge, like we've seen him. I was like, literally go up this? against guys the size of Braun Strowman or bigger. Okay, I'm sorry, I don't believe this shit for a second. I was like, what the hell is this? Right, and, and basically, it's the same shit they've done in the past, where they had Mayweather on there, or when they had Mike Tyson when he was part of NWO. Like we have seen this story before, and but it's 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 Saudi money because they're doing the crown jewel thing, of course. So the Saudi prince is gonna make them go to crown of jewel course. and do his whole nonsense match. Obviously, no woman's gonna participate because which means we're gonna get another WWE Evolution. There wasn't one before, the, the one before, I don't think. Well, no, the reason they did WWE Evolution was because, like, it was a direct yeah. cause of... That was the first time they went, but yeah. the second time, I don't think they had an Evolution. Because, uh, yeah, WWE they evolution. did, uh, what was it, Crown Jewel, and then what was the other event? It wasn't called Crown Jewel, the second one. The Greatest Royal Rumble? Yeah. Yeah, I think... Oh, the, so then they've had three. They've had the... They had, they had two Crown Jewels, the Greatest Royal Rumble, and I think another Crown Jewel that's coming up again. Yeah. Either way... Like, we all know what's going on. We all know it's stupid as hell. That desert money. And then you like wonder home. why everybody, like, you have your hell in a cell and the fans in the crowd are literally chanting AEW. Yeah, it was boring. It's like, it's like they're, they have so much good talent. I don't know why they don't utilize the talent that they have. Like, the, the one that pissed me off the most, though, was two weeks ago when Kofi Kingston lost the, the championship to Brock Lesnar in <laughs> 10 seconds. Before the, you know the commercials. Before you know when they pop up Look, on the bottom of the screen. You know this, I know this, and if the people at home don't know this, allow me to tell you: Vince McMahon does not like black people. That's pretty much true. <laughs> okay, he said he said the N word on TV in front of Booker T and <laughs> okay, and like, stuff. I was like, does not wow. like, like we have known this for years. <laughs> okay, and um, my Look, thing- <laughs> the only person he's allowed to play the black card and be successful is The Rock. Okay. Well, yeah, Let's the rock just put it out. The there. rock, the rock used to used to slander Vince McMahon. Like I remember one time, and 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 this was it was like a real slap. Like the one time, the rock was in a limousine. And he saw Vince. He said, "Hey, Vince, come here." The rock looked back and forth, slapped him in the face, and got back in the limo. I thought that was the most hilarious thing ever. But no, Vince McMahon is he? Oh my God, this dude is senile. He needs to stop. He needs to stop. He's just he's sick, man. He's sick. In the you head. give it to someone else. You give it to someone else. Let them handle it, and. Kofi, like I don't understand how Seth Rollins could survive fifteen and a half F fives, but Kofi Kingston loses it, loses it to like a shitty F five in less than ten seconds, and and Brock Lesnar is a champion again, who shows up whenever he wants to, and and just I, I that's WWE always kills it now. That's why I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to catch AEW as much as I can now. Look, it's kind of like you you gotta separate yourself from the one, let them really feel that sting of the viewership. And then boost up the other one to make them actually step their game up, man. Yeah. That's all it is. We, if we all just start to flock to AEW and let them know, hey, we like what you're doing and we want you to keep it up because the guys over there, they're starting to slip because they think they got in the bag. 
that's how you make a change happen. Yep, yep. It's kind of like what the Brooklyn Nets are doing over there with the uh, the Knicks. <laughs> uh, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> I don't even want to get into the Knicks right now because they're obviously garbage. But when you have a garbage owner, <laughs> what do you expect from a garbage franchise? You're just going to get a dumpster fire. That's <laughs> what so you're gonna get. So the whole the whole place is dumpster fire. I don't know who are who. What, and the thing that pissed me off is Knicks fans who are my age. I'm like, what are you repping the Knicks for? What have they won in your lifetime? Look, unless you're from New York, I don't see any reason to. Even if you're from New York, why would you? Why would you oh, advertise I, that? I, I can always I can respect the ones who stick by their team. You know, like, like the Knicks have been losing since your grandfather was in his 40s. <laughs> why would you advertise that? No, Knicks in the '90s had something though. Please, they didn't win anything. Look, and that was a time they, to win they something. Were, they were guys in the playoffs. They played hard. Like they, they made you feel like they were New York. So I can give them that. Like if you were like Knicks in the '90s, you had the same excuse everybody else had. Jordan keeps kicking our ass. Yeah, but Jordan retired and he still lost to Houston. He couldn't do nothing. It's like those Dude. are the, those were the chances you had. Come on, Olajuwon, man. You still you, those were the want? chances you had. Those were your two and chances. Look, that if over. you couldn't get through Jordan, you had to get through Lajuan. I mean, oh it's my God. It's the, the <laughs> like, what do you want? Like, that's what it was. Listen, I don't want to give. I, I'm not giving. That's no literally what it was. To the Knicks because the Knicks have <laughs> been trash. They'll always be trash, and I feel sorry for pe- my friends like Wolf that they have to live through their life might might know might not knowing if the Knicks will ever win a championship in their lifetime. I feel sorry. Look, if Wolf is smart, he's from Brooklyn. He'll never do it. No, no, he, he doesn't got to do it in public. Do it. He doesn't got to do it in public. Not even private. He says he'll just, never do just it. Just quietly, just quietly. You know, he'll just never join. You know no. what? When they get a little bit of just fist pump, you know, but you don't let anybody see it. He'll never do it. No, he, he, you know, he doesn't got to tell his brother. His brother don't got to know. His brother is <laughs> even his brother said he'll ne- he would rather die first before he reps Brooklyn Nets because because they still consider them like the, the the New Jersey Nets. That's what they consider them. Like. Well, they could consider them whatever they want. But I don't know what it's going to be like when the the Nets, if the Nets win some championships, that's going to be, that's going to be a big thing. If they win one championship with Kevin Durant, that's I think gonna Clippers are going to win a championship first. What the Clippers? Clippers not going to win nothing. Clippers, <laughs> Clippers haven't been out of the second round ever. Hey, they are not the Clippers of old. The Clippers have not been out of the second round Ooh, you see ever. That boy Kawhi Leonard, please. This is the Clippers. The bad man, that Kawhi Leonard. Dude, the Clipper curse is undefeated. It's undefeated. You know, you know who There's else? the Madden curse. You know who else undefeated? Kawhi Leonard. There's the Madden curse. There's the Kardashian curse, and there's the Clipper curse. <laughs> Those are the three top curses in the NBA. Nah. Uh, not NBA, but the three top curses of all time that are. But like, I look at it like this, man. If Kawhi Leonard, who won with the Spurs, went to Toronto for a season and won with them, I'm not expecting him to win with the Clippers in season one. But if Within his tenure at the Clippers, he could bring him a chip. We got to really put him in that conversation of uh, greatest of all time. Nah. Because you're, you're doing it, well, outside of the Spurs, you literally went to a Canadian market where, you know, pretty much the odds have always been against. And then you go to a franchise like the Clippers who've never won, and you do it there. Never been out of the second round. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you do it there with a franchise that's never won, and you could do it there, plus... He is a guy who puts up dominant numbers, and if he could keep that up, I can. I will definitely make the argument, and I will bring up a case. Hey, Lakers in three. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that's how I know Lakers going to win the championship. Is Anthony Davis going to be healthy? That's he's the question. Be healthy, of course. Because I heard he already sprained his ankle in one of those preseason matches. No, it was a thumb he sprained, but he's fine. He says he's okay. Look, I 
He's gonna be fine. I love Anthony Davis. I think, he, without a doubt, like no denying, he is an exceptional player. He is also made of glass. Yeah, we win that. We win that chip. Even even Dwight Howard looked impressive. He slimmed down a lot though. I was like, whoa. Well, yeah. No, like, it's like uh, we were talking about. Was it last week or the week before? Either way, that the one thing Dwight did that was smart was take all of that weight off of his yeah. lower back. You know, like it's one thing to have the big muscles because you play on the inside, but your body just wasn't able to support it. Like your your back had too many muscle issues to support the weight that you were trying to carry. So losing the weight was probably the smartest thing he could have done given the circumstances. Yeah. But I think you guys, you need a healthy Anthony Davis. Like without a doubt. You need him to make it. And you know what? You do your load management. Do what the Raptors did with Kawhi. You don't need him out there every single night. If you have like road back to back games, let them sit out one. Do what's best for the longevity of your team, especially if, especially if you're in a position where it's like, yo, we can make a playoff run, or we're in like a top seed position for the playoffs. You got to look at some times where it's like, all right, protect your players, you know, because don't think for a second the Clippers are going to have Kawhi out there every single game. There's absolutely no way that happens. Hey, if they can't have him out there every single game, that's the game they lose. That's good. For but us. at the same time, I still think they will be in a playoff position hey. in contention. Clippers and going. that will be what separates them from a lot of other teams who are just going to try to be bullying their way through. I'm telling you, Clippers going to clip. That's what we would say. Clippers going to clip. Eh. Look, until they turn it around, they turn it there's, around. But there's, always, there's always three constants in sports. The Knicks will suck. The Browns will suck. And the Clippers will suck. <laughs> I mean, hey. Huh? What, the Knicks and the Browns? Wow, you really like to lose. Hey, I... <laughs> I've always said when it comes to Tyler, I respect him because he just looks at who is the absolute lowest <laughs> on the on the leaderboard, and he's just like, "That's my team." <laughs> Tyler, do you cheer for the Washington Generals against the Harlem Globetrotters? <laughs> <laughs> and play against the Washington Generals? <laughs> do you know that the Washington? When did, I think the Washington Generals like won a game against them, but that was like a whole hundred years ago. I don't even get, remember. Oh man! <laughs> hey man, look, we've. We've seen stranger things, man. We saw Leicester come up from relegation and win the whole Premier League. You know, we, we saw Toronto win the fucking chip. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, don't be surprised if a team led by Kawhi Leonard in Los Angeles. Not going to happen. They're wearing San Andreas. The world. They're wearing San Andreas new uniform shirts. Yo those, like, yo, those jerseys. Let's keep it real, man. Sandra's. They, they nah. have no identity. That tells no, you. No, my problem is why didn't the Lakers get those? Have you seen that, la- that Lakers classic blue? That's, oh. that's LA right there. That, nah. that, they take some fictional video game nah, stuff. Wait, when that I, classic blue. When I saw the lettering of Los Angeles, I was like, yo. That's that, San Andreas. That's all it is. Yo, that's, what are that's they, it. What are they, Vatos that's all of a sudden? It. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna start wearing checkered checkered nah, shirts nice. with the pants all the way up to here and play basketball. Look, your, your powder blue is cool with like the bubbly letters, but when I think LA, LA. I think I think hard, man. I think like the gangs. I'm thinking like low riders. I'm thinking that <laughs> nightlife. You're just thinking people getting shot up in the streets for nothing. Yo, shoot or shoot. And right now, the Clippers got him. Yeah, shoot, shoot for the Clippers <laughs> clip. There you go. All right. Let's wrap this up. All right, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm a little tired. About who? What's what wrong about with RJ about him? The future of the NBA? <laughs> what? Tyler wants to talk about RJ Barrett, the future of the NBA. Please. And, uh, I guarantee you. First game, off, Zion. <laughs> 
Zion is overrated? Nah, you're, you're bugging. You're <laughs> bugging. R.J. Barrett. <laughs> Look, not, I'm not doubting R.J. Barrett. I think he's going to be great. I think he has all the makers of somebody who's going to be a great person in the league. But man, Zion. R.J. Barrett is going to be. Just stay healthy, Zion. R.J. That's Barrett all is going to be like Kevin Knox. That's what he's going to be. And the Knicks have him too. So no, <laughs> he's going to be better than Kevin Knox. He's going to be way better than Kevin Knox. I'm, I'm, I'm not putting no. Any, anyone that plays with the Knicks, his career is essentially over. I, so feel, just, I feel bad just for him. Steal all the money the Knicks, you can from Dolan at this point. At the same time, look, man, I think R.J. Barrett has a very lucrative and great career, long career ahead of him. And I think, like. Take all Dolan's money. The, he has all the makers to be somebody who's a star in this league and at some point even a face. Mm hmm. But right now it's uh it's, it's Zion time, man. Tyler's like hoping and dreaming for the Browns to win something, the the Knicks to win something. Who's your favorite hockey team, Tyler? The Habs. Well, there you go. Exactly. There you go. Like looking for the Habs to win something. Come on, the Habs don't look that bad this season. Yeah, they look terrible. What? They look really bad. Come on. They look bad. They look bad. Well, you're you're a pessimist, so you're different. Hey, I, I'm a realist. I'm a realist. Are they even? I know they're playing tonight, so uh, we could do a quick little checkup and see if they're winning. Oh, we're playing tonight. Yeah, last I checked, they were. Oh, <laughs> we're down three one. Four. See what your energy does. Oh yes, because they 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 scored three goals in the span of me saying what I had to say. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, who's your favorite baseball team, Tyler? No, oh, there you go. I'm a Yankees fan. They fucking lost tonight. They lost. Yeah. Didn't God. they blow a game in a like a walk off or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not your last game. Not the, not the last game. We came in the, the gates hot, man. Seven zero. Then they lose three two. No, my Dodgers lost. No, that was like one five. But that's Kershaw. That's Kershaw in October. Oh Always um, choking all the time. Dude, Kersh just I feel like this team would be better off if they. Uh, Traded away Kershaw. Traded him and get some decent pitchers. Yeah. And get, no, get but like relievers. the rest of your your, your pitchers were good. The get relievers. Decent. You need relievers. Good yeah. relievers. You need, it's the bullpen. You can't use Kershaw for in, in getting people out. You can't do that. And the him. worst part is like he he was the one who demanded to come out there and he lost that game. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like, yeah, you got to you gotta cut ties at some point and, and look at the longevity, the long term. He's the Peyton Manning of baseball. He's Peyton, good. Peyton went out on top though. Huh? Never forget, paint went out on top. Not that last game. Not that last. Hey, uh, hey. hey. <laughs> what was Peyton Manning's very last game in the NFL? Was it the Super Bowl win? No, I, I when he was to, absolutely I don't terrible. To, I don't want you to ask. I want you to see it. That was when he was absolutely terrible. Sir, would you trust? Please, you guys. It, it was a cult. What he, was his last game? His last game. <laughs> He was on loan from the Colts. Yeah, he you see, you see he was on loan from the Colts. He doesn't even want to say it. He can't, he can't even say it. It hurts his Because he didn't win soul. it. Because he didn't win it. It was the defense. And we all know it was the I'm defense. not saying he won it, but the team won it. So technically, he won. Please, I don't remember seeing Peyton Manning all, ga all game. You know, you know what I remember? I remember him at the end holding up that uh, Lombardi. Please. Getting another ring. Please. Von Miller getting MVP. That's, that's what I remember. Yeah, that tells you when a defensive Super Bowl 50. when a defensive player gets MVP over the quarterback, you know, you know what, you know what that tells you. Peyton Manning wasn't even in that game. Who cares? There's just someone standing there. Who cares? He threw enough ducks to win a Super Bowl, my friend. Please. And I thought you were gonna wrap this up. I didn't know you wanted to talk about. My I'm wrapping guy. it up now, though. I'm wrapping it up, though. 
I didn't know you want to talk about my homie. <laughs> no, it's serious. Let's wrap it up. All right. Guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Don't Be Mad Podcast. You know, as always, you can reach us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Don't Be Mad Pod. You can also reach us on Facebook, Don't Be Mad Podcast. That was another episode. Tune in next week. uh, We'll try and be on time. And if you want to know what I was talking about earlier in the podcast. Yeah, message Jason. Message me. As far as I'm concerned, it's above me now. (laughs) It's it's above me me now. And I will be unfiltered to say what I say. I've said all I have to say and it is above me now. Don't get your feelings hurt. (laughs) Take care, everyone. Have a great week. Peace. Peace.